Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 309 of this daily study session. Thank you so much for joining us today as we continue or begin our, our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials found in November 1st and November 7th, covering Doctrine and Covenants section 125 to 128. And today we will cover Doctrine and Covenants section 125. This is a very short section. And it's a very organisational one, but it helps us uh, understand further some of the context that's going on around the Nauvoo, Illinois period of the church being set, uh, kind of established in that area. Um, this is this takes place a few months after Section 124, uh, which we discussed last week, uh, and it's in March 1841. Uh, and in this revelation, uh, it is the, the Lord answering a specific question uh, by leaders of the church in Iowa. So right now, there is kind of two gathering of the saints. There's the main one in Nauvoo, Illinois, or Commerce, Illinois, as it was. Um, and another part of the saints are gathered on the other side um, of, of the river uh, in Iowa territory across the Mississippi River. Uh, and so they wanted to know what the will of the Lord was, because it seems that there is some urgency or some need to, to gather the saints together on the, on the other side of the, of the river. Um, it says, quote, in early March, uh, sorry, in the, the Joseph Smith Revelations, um, Joseph Smith Papers analysis, quote, in early March 1841, the settlement of church members in Iowa was apparently a pressing concern. John Smith, the president of the Iowa stake, recorded in his journal that on 6th of March 1841, Bishop Allenson Ripley came over to inform me that Joseph, Joseph said it was the will of the Lord that the brethren gen, in generally in Ambrosia should move in and about the city Zarahemla and with all convenient speed, which the saints are willing to do because it is the word of the Lord. Close quote. Um, so the Lord directed these saints to gather together in a city called Zarahemla in Illinois. Um <coughs> And the reasons for doing so are, are a number. Um, it's not particularly mentioned in the Revelation, which we'll look at in a moment. Um, but um, there is a suggestion made uh, in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis. It says, quote, according to William Clayton's diary, Joseph Smith believed the intent of the Revelation was to consolidate the scattered Latter-day Saint settlements in Iowa for the sake of safety. Joseph Smith even invoked the grim spectre of the 1838 massacre at Horns Mill, Missouri, which occurred in part because Horns Mill was isolated from other settlements. Close quote. Um, so in, in other words, Joseph Smith believed the Lord wanted the saints in Iowa to be gathered from all stakes um, to be gathered together uh, and relocated to one approved area as soon as it was possible for the sake of safety, so that there was no saints isolated and therefore making it possible for the the enemies of the church, and there were still enemies of the church, even though they had moved away from Missouri and into a, a state where people, uh, particularly in Quincy, were very, um, I suppose not welcoming, because they did ask them to move on after a while as well, but you know they were not as antagonistic towards the members of the church. Um, there were still enemies of the church, particularly Missouri, and, the, and those... Um, demons were to be resurfacing again in the very near future 
Um, and we'll talk about that as we get to sections, particularly sections 124 and 125, where the prophet, oh, sorry, not 124, 125, 127, 128, I should say, where the prophet actually wrote, writes these um, epistles in, from in hiding. Uh, so clearly there is still some uh, persecution and tribulation happening for the church, but perhaps just not as intense as in Missouri. Um, and so that will be, that, so Joseph Smith believed that to be the will of the Lord, that he wanted them to be consolidated and gathered together for safety so that there isn't another Horns Mill um, as there was in 1838. So looking at the section 125, like I mentioned, it's very straightforward and there's not um, a lot uh, or not much else to, get, to gather from it except from what we've learned about the context. Um, it does say, verse 3, Let them build up a city unto my name upon the land opposite the city of Nauvoo, and let the name of Zarahemla be named upon it. Now, obviously, Zarahemla comes from the um, Book of Mormon, uh, and it's a name that was given to the main city of the, of the Nephite nation uh, for, for a long period of time before the Lamanites conquered it and various things like that. Uh, it's it was the if you if you will the capital city of the Nephites. Um, now some individuals have taken this to mean that this was the place that the original Zarahemla was, and of course that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. And in fact, it probably isn't the case. Um, you know, we have examples in today's world where there are places named after other places, such as in you know in the U.S. with Manchester in in the state of New York. There is a, I live in Manchester in England. New York is named after York, uh, and and a vast number of other places like that in the world are, are named after each other. Even within even within the same country, not necessarily you know just in a different country in a different in a different part of the world, but actually within the same country there can be places with the same names. Um, and of course, we talked about that uh, possibility with the Hill Cumorah. Um Obviously. Cumorah being the place of the last battle between the Nephites and the Lamanites in the Book of Mormon, uh, and how it's suggested, although it's not actually mentioned directly in Joseph Smith's history itself, uh, that the hill that the Book of Mormon plates were found by the prophet uh, was also called Cumorah, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's the same hill. Uh, it could be two different hills with the same name. Uh, so, of course, I think the way it's worded in verse 3, that the name of Zarahemla be named upon it, indicates that it wasn't the same place. But uh, some individuals took that and, and searched into how that could possibly you know, be the case. Um, but yeah, they were all together. And in verse 4 it says, And let all, all those who come from the east and the west and the north and the south, their desires to dwell therein, take up their inheritance in the same, as well as in the city of Nashville or in the city of Nauvoo, and in all states which I have appointed, saith the Lord. So there is definitely a, a need by the Lord um, on his side to gather these saints together so that they can be safe and they, they can be accounted for. Uh, and of course, that's why we have stakes today. You know, we have stakes not necessarily for people to physically move once they're baptized to move closer to, but we have stakes appointed uh, across the world now where individuals gather together for spiritual safety, not necessarily physical safety, although there may be some cases that that is the case, um, but certainly spiritual safety, um, where we can be gathered together and strengthen each other and edify one another as saints. Um, and 
these stakes are an important part of the organization of the church. And so this is a very organizational section, but uh, one which I think it was worth considering and, and, and covering. So thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed this study. Please continue, please continue to follow the podcast on Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me on Facebook. And you can email at ldsstudysession at gmail.com uh, for further, to give further feedback uh, and also to share what you've been studying. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.